Hello everyone. So before we get on to the episode, a small disclaimer. We recorded this episode before the second wave of uh, COVID actually hit India, and ever since then we have been wondering whether we should actually upload this episode mm-hmm. because it we don't want it to come out as we are insensitive. Both of our families have been affected by COVID, so it was a question we had. But then in the end, we just decided that you know what. we are not making fun of anyone who has had covid we are not trying to downplay covid when we are talking about pandemics in general we are just saying that this is not the first time this has happened people have died in the past but at the same time if anyone is offended by this we are extremely sorry this is not, that is not our intention we are just trying to have some fun and learn something about pandemics in the process so let's get on with the episode Hey guys, we're starting with our second episode today. This is Avni Desai and this is Shridhar Nathani and today we are going to be talking about well, we are going to talk about epidemics and pandemics. And pandemics. Oh, I thought we were just doing epidemics. Well, we we'll, we are technically we'll be covering both so. <laughs> All right. So, um before we get started, uh with this episode where we're going to talk about the epidemics or pandemics that changed the world history. uh there is there are some terms that i would like to clarify i mean i want you to clarify that me and the re- listeners also are kind of clear about so what is the difference between endemic epidemic pandemic and a plague okay so an endemic is something that just belongs to a particular community it doesn't have to be a disease it can be anything okay you can you have an endemic animals you have endemic art forms stuff like that an epidemic is specifically a disease that will affect a large population within a region a pandemic is an epidemic that will spread over multiple countries okay plague started off as just as one disease mm-hmm. now it is used as a blanket term now okay for just about any thing that happens which can kill a lot of people essentially it can be the epidemic pandemic yeah got essentially it. yeah All right. By the way, did you know that there are ten thousand diseases and only five hundred cures? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. There was an article. Uh, I thought it must be a nice, nice article, but since I did not read it, I don't know, because you had to pay for it. Yeah, that is a problem that we have all the time, don't we? All right. So, Shitish, what are we covering today? What timeline are we going through? So today we are going to be talking about one epidemic and one pandemic. Okay. As much as we would like. for history not to be eurocentric it's just not possible so some of our history is going to be europe related but got it first of all we'll be talking about the native american epidemics oh now let me tell you the time range for this this is from 1493 to the end of the 16th century okay now 1493 is important because this is the second time that columbus comes to america not the first time what did he do the first time first time he came the first time no one really believed in him so he just came he found something he took some proof that you know what there is a landmass over here mm-hmm. he called this landmass india and he went back yeah the guy was a stupid guy got it and the second time he comes with a larger population the entire point is now he wants to make a colony he wants to colonize this land of course now this is bad 
बिकॉज ही कम्स विद अ पर्सन हुज इन्फेक्टेड विथ ड्रम रोल्स एवरी वन एंड ही ब्रिंग स्मॉल पॉक्स ग्रेट नाउ डू यू नो वॉट डू यू वॉट डू यू नो अवट स्मॉल पॉक्स they they kind of look like chicken pox and they're like all over your body has like blisters essentially all over your body yeah and they can essentially kill you as well oh definitely they are yeah, yeah. they were smallpox was considered one of the most deadliest diseases okay also one of the first diseases that humans eradicated oh really but humans had to eradicate it because it was one of the deadliest diseases oh and we'll see just why it was so deadly okay now this is the time when the aztec empire is probably at its zenith okay the spanish invasions of uh, americas are starting smallpox first comes to mexico okay in 1520 earlier the spanish people just captured the caribbean islands mm-hmm. spread disease throughout caribbean island mm-hmm. killed a lot of people in the caribbean island got it and because of that now they had because they killed so many people in the caribbeans they need to bring in slaves because mm-hmm. obviously someone has to do the work you can't expect the europeans to do the work those lazy assholes we might get hate for this well i'm pretty sure even the europeans know that their ancestors were pretty lazy <laughs> so it's it's funny because um So smallpox essentially existed in Africa. That's okay. what the origin is. I mean, that's what the internet says. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least what that I found in different uh, websites, and uh, it was there. You know, it was in the system for uh, a long time with Egyptians, and then trade started happening. Mm-hmm. And um, Egyptians merchants who came to India spread it over there as well. and then indians were well closer to chinese so the chinese culture also had it back then <laughs> and then europeans decided i think in the in the 11th century that okay we got to go out and colonize some people out there and that's how they got it and uh, well so, now you know so essentially it was we gave it to the europeans and the europeans were like we need revenge so they invaded us <laughs> we will take a revenge back in this particular episode regarding exactly. epidemics but yes yes so, go on yeah uh now hernan cortes and his men hmm. the conquistadors from spain they actually invade the aztec empire okay now smallpox gets a foothold in mexico in 1520 obviously hernan cortes doesn't have that big of an army yeah, he has what like 500 600 people i think even less than that i'll have to check but i'm not i Yeah, you're right. Uh, Hernan Cortes has around 500 men. I am right about some things. Yeah, you are right about sir many things. By so by the summer of 1520, in the spring of 1520 they reach Mexico. By the summer of 1520, the Aztecs are like, we don't like you people. Hmm. You people are really really disruptive. <laughs> we are throwing you out of our land. Yeah. Now within one year, Hernan Cortes comes back and is able to destroy the Aztecs. Now that doesn't make much sense, does it? I mean, how did he make an army within one year big enough to destroy the Aztecs? Yeah, he didn't do anything. He just brought smallpox. Smallpox killed so many people in the Aztec Empire that they just couldn't fight. Yeah, I mean that kind of wiped out how many percent of the population was it? Ninety. 
90 percent of population wiped out which is which is the same thing that's going on at the same time in the inca empire where pizarro i don't pizarro, know did you know pizarro was the nephew of uh, cortez oh really so nice. it's literally one family destroying <laughs> two great empires this is just uh okay so there's this another podcast that i listen to it's called the internet said so mm-hmm. and one of the people there kautuk shrivastava actually said this really funny thing that it is it i'm pretty sure it was this one annoying mom who was like look at your cousin your cousin has destroyed an empire what are you doing pizarro and then pizarro just ends up going and destroying the incas because <laughs> well. yeah yeah makes sense but it's funny because incans thought that the people who came from Spain, the Spaniards essentially, were gods. So they ended up worshipping them. That in... was the Aztecs. No, they were Incans. Also maybe the Incas. But the Aztecs most definitely did it in the beginning. So uh, the Aztecs felt that uh, Cortes was uh, Quetzcoatl. Okay. And because Quetzcoatl was supposed to be a fair god. Yeah, as in Incas also kind of did the same thing uh, with Pizarro and his men. Hmm. And because they were covered in clothes and had beards. Such a low bar to cross that you just have a beard, you wear clothes. <laughs> I mean, by that logic, almost all men are gods. Now you're just being, sex- <laughs> now you're just being sexist. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I mean, and the funny part is, at least the Mexicans, dire- so the Spanish directly brought smallpox to the Aztecs. Yeah. By the time Pizarro actually reached the Incas, the Incas, the Incan Empire had already collapsed because of smallpox. Not, not really. No, not actually. Really. So from I mean, where- it, it took a while because... So, yeah, you go, you go then I'll just talk about the thing Yeah, that because considering they were first worshipped is the reason uh, and the, the last... Um, chieftain of Inca died at Pizarro's hands. I mean, mm-hmm. or probably his armies, I'm not that sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that the last Inca chieftain died uh, because of the Pizarro invasion. And um, they ha- they started contriving um, smallpox because he then he, the chieftain kind of declared that, oh, well, they just dress better and look better doesn't mean that they're gods. And he was the one who kind of proved it wrong because they still had to eat and drink and they cooked their food instead of re- eating it raw because apparently Incas kind of ate their stuff raw. So they were considered God initially because they used to cook everything and they with because they used swords as well. Mm-hmm. They could kill sheep with just one slash. So that was kind of fascinating. But other than that, there were no miracles that happened. And then uh, things kind of started to, you know, fall apart. And of course, smallpox played an entire major role so you're right when you say that the final uh incan king whose name who was atahualpa okay he was killed by the spaniards hmm. but what actually happened before that hmm. was so there are there were so what the one thing we tend to forget is that america the native americans also had trade routes so through the Panama trade route which was there which was essentially connecting central and southern america Smallpox had actually spread through to Peru. Got it. To Quito, which is, I think, in Ecuador. Okay. I can be wrong on that, but okay. Uh, (laughs) Now, what happens is the Incan king of that time Hmm. invades Quito. Mm -hmm. So now smallpox comes to them. Mm -hmm. Spaniards have not yet arrived there. Ah, okay. This is in the 1520s. Now, the Incan king actually falls ill with smallpox. Because of that, there's a civil war. 
the civil war is won by atahualpa and then pizarro comes and delivers the crushing blow yeah so it's no so i agree with you that yes the spaniards did kill him but a lot of the work that the spaniards had to do actually had already been done by disease mm. and that's the i think that's the most important takeaway that we should have ever when we're talking about disease that we like to think that history is something that is done by humans and this is something we discussed in the previous episode as well yes when we were talking about the avars yeah but history is history doesn't give a hoot about humans <laughs> it can like things happen because of so many different reasons yes like two empires brought down to dust mortality rates through the roof hmm you're talking about a time from 1493 hmm let's take it at 1520s but okay. you're still talking about 80 years of diseases which the native americans had no idea against and we're not talking about just smallpox you're talking about smallpox you're talking about measles you're talking about typhus you're talking about influenza of different types so many different diseases 90% of our population is wiped out because 90% of your population is wiped out all of a sudden you're stuck in a situation where you need laborers but you don't have laborers so what do you do you end up utilizing the african slave trade got it so disease really molded the americas that we know today mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's the biggest take home message that anyone can take away from this right so much so had the disease had disease not killed so much so many native americans we would have the, the usa of today might have been something like today's india Got where it. the natives were the majority uh, and, and when they did get their independence it was still the native americans who would have ruled the usa and not the predominantly white population that you see there would not have been a black pop there might not have been such a massive black population in the usa because mm. they would not have needed that many peop- laborers they to would be not have in. needed slaves got it so the demographics of an entire continent were shifted due to this one disease due to these many diseases oh many diseases yeah. but yeah but we were focusing on smallpox yeah and uh, interestingly enough uh, smallpox had weird remedies since i talk about weird remedies all the time which <laughs> fascinates me and uh, essentially i do it to weird out my mother she's a doctor and uh, i, I just i just, just like freaking her out i think you just love the fact that humans are stupid yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> that too definitely by the way okay you did not i know you um, so shitish prompted me to find about the red treatment essentially where you had to wear everything red stay in a red colored room with red colored curtains lamps everything red uh, that, that that was by the way performed on queen elizabeth the first so essentially it becomes really easy to murder you yeah i never thought about it that way <laughs> wow this is the first time i'm not thought it that way <laughs> but other than that um they also used dead mouse paste in the mouth to cure smallpox what 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 would come again come again come again what you kill a mouse okay you crush it into a paste then you put it in your mouth and then you get bubonic plague yeah essentially that's 
the black death kind of started no 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 i'm kidding but that was one of the weird uh, remedies um also enemas i mean that's such a great way to start just any sentence i mean yeah. by the way enemas <laughs> so any any time you guys are on a date um ever <laughs> start with enemas because i'm going to give you like interesting amazing topics shitish don't do that you have no chance um i'm i'm just trying to imagine some poor bugger who has absolutely no game not that i have any but who has absolutely no game just trying to impress a girl on his first date by hey so by the way enemas yeah i mean people talk <laughs> about which color do you like i think this is a bit more interesting than that which type of enema do you like <laughs> <laughs> we can't cut this out no definitely not cutting this out <laughs> all right so by the way there are various enemas that people uh, used apparently even with honey and chamomile tea and what not uh, they also used to- tobacco <laughs> up your that's literally smoke up your butt <laughs> and louis the 14th of france had like it's known as in people say he had gotten like 2000 enemas in his life why how constipated was he maybe he just liked it shitish likes getting a like okay. who likes getting a hose stuck up their butt i don't know <laughs> don't want to go there definitely don't want to go there and and um they had this something this uh, remedy that was called powder of sympathy which was apparently magical So okay I'm going to tell you the ingredients uh, if you guys are eating you should stop eating and probably drink water and sit brace for impact um <laughs> this powder had uh, mud worms crushed and pig brains crushed mummified corpses crushed mixed into a paste concocted and fermented into a drink that helped you with sympathetic magic to heal <laughs> okay i think the moral of this entire eu is people were really desperate <laughs> yeah people were really desperate and funny thing is bloodletting has been throughout a lot of diseases that i went through which was kind of the common remedy that cropped up everywhere and it was there since ancient times even in egypt which is very funny because so um So I'll just take out the particular document that I found uh which is on St Newt's Museum I don't know how to pronounce it correctly but uh apparently there were these uh four uh, things that you kind of humor and bile and whichever all those four things you can just read it up that there is an imbalance over there ha huh? yes there it is so in all illnesses stemmed from an overabundance of blood a perfect balance of the four humors blood phlegm yellow bile and black bile was important so if any any of these particular four humors had an imbalance you had to let your blood go i mean i mean I don't, it's, it's, I don't, it's funny I don't because one of the presidents died of sorry one of the american presidents died because of this particular technique and it it kind of I spread i think it was george washington himself yes and it was common in roman empire then it flourished in even india and the arabic empire and then all throughout the world apparently but i mean what could the point of just letting your blood out be like people knew by that time that you know what losing a lot of blood meant you die i mean i mean why like 
I don't understand. See, guys, donate blood. Don't let it go. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're in a healthy condition and have enough <laughs> hemoglobin to donate, donate it and save lives instead of letting it go. And ending your own. So moving on with the smallpox shitage. Smallpox shitage. Great. That's a new name apparently. <laughs> smallpox shitage. I, I forgot to add a comma in it verbally. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> as i said about 90% of the population of america died now according to conservative arguments in this period mexico's population fell from 5 million to 1 million in a single century 4 million people in mexico died wow. but according to not so conservative arguments that fall was from 25 million to 1.5 million are you kidding me well i'm talking about 90% of the population dying out but oh my god <laughs> and this is like across 80 years like corona has a mortality rate of i think 5% mhm covid 19 has yeah, a yeah. mortality rate of 5% and mm-hmm. we are all shitting ourselves thinking about it mm-hmm. this thing had a mortality rate of 90% when you're talking about 80 years of constant epidemics you also need to understand one thing it's not just the epidemics that are killing you you have an epidemic this the first epidemic leads to a breakdown in uh, social and economic routines mm-hmm. now this means that production of food either slows down or stops okay now that means that malnutrition will set in oh. your immune system goes down which makes you even more susceptible to for the next pandemic or the next epidemic this is a vicious cycle this is a horribly vicious cycle which killed off 90% of the population so yeah yeah I but then again like like we continue talking about the fact that the people always get their revenge the europeans killed off the americans the americans gave the europeans syphilis so potato potato <laughs> <laughs> we have we have struggled with this which is which is the you know lesser evil since the first episode <laughs> when we talk about uh, were the were the athenians better than the spartans or vice versa and now we are again back to <laughs> who were better than the other or you could have just stayed in your continent and just you know not yeah. colonized everybody Speaking of colonization, uh, we're moving from smallpox, uh, which was also caused because of colonization, to cholera, which most definitely was caused by colonization. <laughs> now, okay, now this is where it becomes interesting. The cholera pandemic. It first of all, cholera is not an epidemic. Cholera is a pandemic. Okay. Pan- cholera spread throughout the world. Cholera killed throughout the world. Maybe not ninety percent of the population, which would really have been something. But yeah, it killed a lot of people. We're still, we're still in cholera. But yeah, that's the funny part. Apparently, the cholera pan- pandemic has not ended. We're still going through cholera, and the worst part, and I'm giving you the worst part in the beginning, so that you dread the entire remaining part of the podcast. <laughs> cholera is becoming antibiotic resistant. Yeah, so guys, be be careful of what you eat and drink as well. <laughs> Just make sure your sanitation is up to mark. So, what is cholera to be? Cholera is essentially uh, this spread by bacteria. It is spread through infected uh, water. Mm-hmm. It first appeared in drum roll please, India. The British decided that they can you know destroy our nation, as you might know, both me and Amni are Indians, and we decided we are gonna fuck the world. <laughs> <laughs> Not intentionally, guys. Not intentionally. This is just something that happens with colonization. It, the first cholera pandemic actually started in 1817. This is the time when the British control over India had actually started increasing, 
to a greater degree and um, a lot of the spread of cholera can be attributed to the fact that there were faster modes of transport the world was becoming a lot more interconnected i think by that time we already had the first industrial revolution or oh, no? most definitely we yeah. had the industrial yeah. revolution by that time we had uh, india is like the british armies are ravaging across india and british ships are going all over the indian ocean mediterranean and throughout the world uh, from india it spreads through to oman okay it spreads through to west asia it kills many people across asia doesn't reach europe it reaches the russian empire and just stops there now here's the funny part indians feel that this happens because the europeans have angered the gods the europeans feel Wait, which which gods because there are way too many gods i'm pretty sure every person had their own god okay fine their own uh, xyz god yeah. they are referring to <laughs> were referring to the europeans feel that the cholera happens because indians are inherently air quotes dirty and that pilgrimages are the root cause of this epidemic hey don't we bath every day yeah we do yeah cool uh, but here's the here's the during the first cholera pandemic the europeans still respected indian medicine ayurveda was still respected by the britishers at that time okay so they, they didn't did try to use our techniques of trying to get rid of this thing but obviously it's didn't a work. new bacteria cannot nothing can be done about it now if you look at the area of spread uh, southeast asia is dying the whole island of java loses 90% of the population no not 90% of the population we don't know how i don't know how many total population but over the normal deaths that would have happened in 1821 they lose 12500000 people or for our indian listeners 125000 people over the normal number of people who would have died just in the on the island of java so clearly this was a bad one but this was just the first one and currently we are on the seventh one so what there were seven the seven waves of cholera which by the way i did not know about till actually once we started research about, researching about this particular episode so yeah there were seven and we are not going to be obviously we do not have the time to talk about seven yeah so we will only be talking about the first second i will talk about the third slightly but mm-hmm. not too much in detail but the fourth so essentially the second and the fourth are the most important for us okay second because oh my god humans are just as stupid as they are just as stupid today as they were like 200 years ago i think the stupidity kind of evolved quite possibly <laughs> but shouldn't stupidity have been weeded out okay maybe maybe uh, that is a different episode in itself i mean darwin come on you suppose like ha huh, yeah. <laughs> and the fourth one because that tells us that the second one is a sad story the fourth one is actually a positive story okay so we'll get to those okay but do you have any any gross out any facts to I'll, gross i'll pitch in i'll pitch in don't worry i'll pitch in uh, uh, by the time you come and the second uh, <laughs> second uh, st- uh, second level of the cholera p- pandemic so second cholera pandemic starts in 1827 mm. again starts in bengal when i say bengal i mean uh, the state of west bengal in india Bangladesh okay. that was the Bengal province once upon a time okay now this time it does spread to europe to america but only north america middle and south america were saved from this one the so second one did not affect china and japan oddly enough 
China did suffer a lot of losses during the first pandemic, but the second one apparently did not hit China as much. Now, let's look at some of the death rates in major cities around the world. In Cairo, 36,000 people were killed. That's oh 15% God. of the population. I'm glad it's not 90 though. Yeah, that's we're all glad it's not 90. Paris, 18,000 people died in 1832. 700 people were dying a week in April of 1832. Not in all of France, only in the city of Paris. That's that's even scarier considering uh, I mean we've been living in a pandemic right now which is uh, which kind of ended up locking everything down and uh, this is this is in fact even more scarier I'll tell you why it is scarier you're right it's much yeah. more scarier covid 19 hmm. you cough you sneeze you're unable to breathe hmm. but most of the stuff is internal yeah in cholera you vomit you have diarrhea you have more diarrhea you have a lot more diarrhea <laughs> till you literally die of dehydration you expel so much water that you die because your blood is so thick that it, it cannot reach your organs That's... and it's not like you die over an extended period you can get the first pain in your intestine in the morning and by the next day you can just be gone yeah that's that's very scary yeah now <laughs> continuing our quest of how many Scaliness. people died in as cities oh, okay. mecca and medina the holy sites of islam mm-hmm. 12000 to 30000 people died in the spring of 1831 that's alone just, that's just one season yeah that's just one season in a year so we yeah, are we're not going through everything because then it kind of uh, that kind of gets way too sad so we also get sad sometimes i mean we make like, dark jokes but i mean we agree that people died in history was made but like too many people are dying Yeah, I mean, oh my god, look at the amount of people just popping off. <laughs> so, let's move away from the death. Let's look at the consequences. Oh. And let's look at something even sadder than people dying. Human stupidity. Wow. Now, okay, to understand why humans were stupid during this time, we need to set the stage slightly. Mhm. You need to understand something. The French Revolution had just happened one generation previously. Mhm. And because of that, a lot of the European elites were really scared. Interesting. There was a liberal insurgency in Paris in the year 1830 which overthrew the king put in a new king Louis Philippe hmm. and then the people who had overthrown him were like we don't like you anymore <laughs> There was a nationalist revol- revolution in Poland mm-hmm. there were liberal uprisings throughout Italy and in Britain there were riots from 1830 to 1832 because a reform bill was being passed which would have actually decreased the requirements for voting Oh. So a lot more people could have voted but again patriarch strikes only men women cannot vote. Oh my god. It was actually written that only men could vote. So overall liberals were really fighting against the conservatives and in many cases were actually winning. Mhm. Now cholera strikes. Oh damn. Reaches Europe by 1832. Western medicine and everyone says you know what let's just declare a quarantine. and the liberals the liberals say these quarantines are going to infringe upon my rights this is this this thing is a hoax there is no cholera nothing has changed it has been 200 bloody years and nothing has changed the only difference is this time it's the conservatives who are going that there's no covid but essentially if you feel that you're being oppressed that essentially means you're going to be like i will i'm okay with disease but don't curb on my rights what the 
fuck is wrong with people we're really sorry but shit is really felt strongly about it i agree but uh, not very verbal about it why is it that today i am the censored part of history sometimes we you know kind of shift from history to censor to censor to history and here's the thing that happened because the liberals were so anti quarantine quarantines were not enforced properly which meant that people anyway died and the liberals said you know what the quarantines don't work this is definitely a plot to curbar rights oh my god this is so confusing and stupid at the same time <laughs> the rich felt that the poor were responsible because the poor are dirty the no. poor feel that the rich are uh, trying to poison us because well diarrhea and vomiting so so <laughs> oh so rich people can can't get diarrhea and vomiting is that so second pandemic they did not uh, the second pandemic predominantly killed middle class and lower class people it did kill the rich people as well there were a lot oh. of rich people who died but mm-hmm. it was predominantly a uh, middle class and poor man disease that's just classes to man yeah diseases don't give a hoot call uh, the second pandemic saw a rise in xenophobia oh dear gods that don't exist the americans as usual felt that the immigrants were the reason for this and african americans are responsible for this and let me remind everyone it is the same african americans which have been brought against their will to america to be slaves shaking my head <laughs> the british felt that the reason for this is the indians are barbaric of course and- we are and this is the time when a lot of the britishers actually started to have a lot of contempt for the indians why they colonized yeah but there was a shift in uh, british mentality at the time and then cholera happened so it was literally like the the cholera reinforced this idea but then also in, in india also suffered a lot because of cholera as well oh definitely and i'm pretty sure is the reason why british colonization went on for more than 200 years no so by the by the time of cholera british colonization had almost become successful like okay. british had already just done everything they could the east india company had probably no most definitely captured oh all they wanted all right. to so yeah i mean it just made it worse now <laughs> all these sentiments that the british had get reinforced when the third cholera pandemic strikes well there are seven rings of hell and might as are... well be seven rings of cholera exactly <laughs> the best part because the third pandemic actually reached south america obviously it killed a lot of the african american slaves who had been brought in and the europeans felt that this was an indicator of white supremacy that god or selection had given the whites more ability to withstand diseases not taking into account that because these were people were slaves they were living in unsanitary conditions and they had poor nutrition which made them a lot more susceptible to cholera no 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 this was the will of god because whites are awesome according to them so racism and diseases another topic that we should probably cover later on it's just like you just grasp at straws for anything you can to prove your theory yeah i mean it's it's funny because uh, me and shitaj initially were going to do uh, different diseases in this particular episode yeah originally we were going to talk about the black death yeah with- and 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 the spanish flu spanish flu black death and the athenian plague yeah uh we we maybe uh, if you guys want us to uh, release that do let us know we'll release that episode but it was one of our pilots uh, which we were we didn't really <laughs> think that we did a good job but you never know and it's it's funny because uh 
blaming other caste and religion and blah 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 kind of was also the common denominator in these plagues as well blaming the other is a common denominator throughout history yeah that is also true <laughs> it's not just history blaming the other is a common denominator right now yeah actually true that like we have as i said this is like we have not improved as a race I'm not talking about like a particular race we just I'm, i'm talking about humans in general we have not improved in 200 years guys seriously tell us how to improve and think rationally <sighs> and just don't don't blow some smoke up your ass <laughs> yeah we have doctors uh, to do stuff so please do believe in doctors and also please get vaccinated as well uh, and the earth is round okay avni we need a laugh at this point please. okay yeah yes yes since i promised uh, after the second one <laughs> i'm going to come up with some weird stuff so yeah since cholera had a lot of diarrhea and a lot of vomiting uh <laughs> i don't know how to put this but they just put a cork into your butts so now it it was earlier enemas <laughs> <laughs> Now it was beeswax and corks up your butt to stop the excretion excretion. Oh my god. And again using tobacco enemas to stop the excretion and electric shocks to stop vomiting and excretion. Uh should I go on or is this like wacky enough? Do you have anything else? Um they also used the mercury compound to you know sort out stuff and arsenic mercury and arsenic kill people wait <laughs> that was the point i suppose okay okay i can see what avni is talking about and apparently the mercury compound is a purgative purgative is essentially something that you use to throw up you're Why already you throwing up throw up if you're already throwing up So yeah yeah dehydration kind of hit you hard after doing all of these things and you kind of die, ended up dying way too soon. Okay sorry my bad. It doesn't throw make you throw up it's a laxative. You're already having diarrhea. Yeah I mean I that's what I said dehydration kind of hit you pretty hard. Whichever way it's going. <laughs> so it's going. So I guess this is just a way of saying you know what you're anyway going to die of die die soon. Yeah like um, get it out faster before it kind of stays in. <laughs> Mm, God save us all. But it also had fever though by the way. Yeah, fever is a common thing overall. Yeah, I mean true. Like fever is something that you have all the time. Diarrhea is something that's ill. Yeah, I mean back then they didn't even have probably flushes and stuff. What would you do? Oh, they definitely did not have. Oh my god, I can't live in those times. Cannot time travel. Shit, okay. I'm canceling time traveling. Moving on to the fourth wave <laughs> of cholera. This I is the one which is really interesting because this yes. is this is This has a positive story. Yep. But keeping with the mood that we have set, let's start with the negative story first. Oh my god, Shitaj. So, up until now India has suffered, but India is like the world should suffer. This time India suffers a lot. So, I moral I think the moral of this pandemic is the first moral of this round of pandemic is don't do harm unto others. Because what happens is this this the fourth cholera pandemic is set to start from 1863. Mm-hmm. Last till eighteen seventy five. Holy shit! That's And a long, 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 long. Now this is a period when many famines strike India. So already the people's immune systems are weakened. You don't have nutrition. So you're uh, anyway dying. And by this time, trade has become like a mainstay of the British economy. So they are not gonna put in quarantines. Not gonna happen. More Indians die. 
faster more the railways have become a thing indians can now go to all these pilgrimages and stuff a lot quicker and spread that disease a lot quicker because mass gatherings of people invariably tend to spread diseases but most importantly and this is where again history and disease come together there had been a mass revolt amongst the british soldiers in 1857 and one of the primary reasons for this had been that the it the british had been insensitive to the religious beliefs of indians the british don't want to do this again so don't, they don't even make any attempts to block the pilgrimages Mm-hmm. to enforce quarantines because they are like if we do this people are going to revolt we might lose india okay. they did lose a lot of indians by the way in cholera or cholera yeah okay so yeah india suffered horribly during the fourth cholera pandemic but yeah too much negativity how was cholera identified so interesting because uh, there was this guy who uh, actually kind of did find out stuff but people kept saying that well john snow does not know anything <laughs> So yes, we're not kidding. Jon Snow was an actual doctor, who's the reason why we kind of figured out the cholera problem. So not a lot of people knew that cholera was actually caused by water. Yeah. That you ingested it, and it did not happen because there was a miasma in the air that you inhaled, which was poisonous, and that's the reason why you got cholera. That's what initially everybody thought about and believed it to be, but then. Uh, Then John Snow kind of went all Sherlock and figured it out, and Shitish is going to explain how beautifully he did it. So what happens is John Snow is a doctor who has been in the forefront of the previous wave of the pandemic, so he knows some. This shit is not good. In 1854, in London, end of August, on the night of the 31st, Doctor Snow comes about comes to know about a massive cholera outbreak on Broad Street. The next three days, first, second, third September. 127 people living in or around Broad Street die. Or by 10th of September, the number of fatal attacks had reached 500. Now, this death rate is at 12 to 8 percent, which is more than double than that for the rest of London. Now, what happens is he decides to find out what is responsible. He has an idea. He has already proven to himself that it cholera is a waterborne disease, but he needs to prove it to everyone else. Yes, for the people who said John Snow, you know nothing. Yeah, he literally goes as you said, full Sherlock on this disease. He makes maps. He tries to find out where people have died, how people have died, the people who have died. He literally tries to pinpoint the people who have died. Drank water from one pump, which is on Broad Street, and this pump is the reason why people are dying of cholera. This pump has cholera in it. There is there are ten deaths that happened near another pump, but what he finds out is. Five of the people who died actually drank water from broad, the Broad Street pump. But there are outliers. He needs to prove that the outliers are outliers because the Broad they did not drink water from the Broad Street pump. On Poland Street, there's a workhouse. They have their own supply of water. They don't use the Broad Street pump, even though the Broad Street pump is literally like a few steps away. So obviously, people do not die there. Hmm. There is a brewery nearby where people don't die. but then why do people not die because the workers in the brewery are given da- daily rations of beer those people do not want to drink water because obviously they are alcoholics <laughs> this is the one time this is one of the many times in history that being an alcoholic has actually saved your life <laughs> unless you died of liver failure that happens slowly now so just all these see he literally meticulously tracks every person who has died in that region and just for just to tell you 600 people have died 
616 people have died he tracks down every single person he tracks Told down you. why every single person has died sherlock af sherlock af exactly which is which is funny because he kept all the notes as well and he's the reason why we have uh, epi- epidemiology like he is called the father of epidemiology and also he did a really good work in even anesthesiology he was the person who anesthetized the queen twice so yeah that guy was like that guy was cool actually and he was uh, really smart as well because so far uh, so many people are dying because of cholera he actually drank distilled water that he made himself so as i said in the previous uh, outbreak he knew why this was happening and why this was happening was that the londoners would throw all their waste and when i say waste i mean fecal waste directly into the thames and there were water companies who were taking water from the thames for drinking down river from where the fecal waste would enter the river again the stupidity of humans but yeah so john snow has an idea but here's the problem many people still don't want to believe him one of the people who don't want to believe him is a vicar reverend henry whitefield whitehead sorry he goes ahead and says you know what people are not not dying because of water and now he is the local vicar he nurse, he has nursed these people when they are dying he has read them their final words he wants to disprove the shit out of this theory but he realizes that john snow is right did he did he help him or no he actually helped him oh good he realized that he is wrong that it is the water he convinced people that you know what this is this man is right we need to destroy like we need to take out the handle of this pump this is one of the instances where religion and science actually worked hand in hand and if there's any message that we should take away like the biggest problem with science is science isn't accessible for a common man true you need people who have the leverage with the common man to explain to the common man that you know what this is what it is so this is like i think the biggest takeaway from the fourth pandemic is this that scientists we like i've i've finished my masters in mm-hmm. cell and molecular biology and scientists can change the world but we need the help of people on the ground as well we need the help of politicians we need the help of re- help of religious leaders to make sure that what we want to say actually reaches that and they did it they were able to find out the index case patient 0 was identified because of henry whitehead it was a baby who had died and the nappies of that baby were thrown in a cesspit and that cesspit was leaking into the broad street pump Oh. and that spread cholera there we have it so yeah i mean humans are stupid but we can be great when we come together definitely unity is strength and um, it's 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 funny how many you know how much uh, we're still going through at the moment which uh, you know because covid has surpassed the fact that we're also still in the seventh wave of cholera pandemic Uh so guys uh, we got to be extra careful because you don't know what's going to hit you next. But uh yeah I mean what did we learn today? So we learned that bloodletting is wrong. We learned that blowing smoke up someone's ass is definitely not a healthy thing. Yep and also please maintain hygiene guys. <laughs> you think everywhere hygiene was one <laughs> of the issues. Uh And don't blame the poor immigrants that you bring to your country. I mean 
what's the point <laughs> Yeah I mean we kind of tend to uh, not talk about talk about eurocentric history but then we kind of end up talking about it anyway I think a lot of history is because a lot of history is written from a european point of view it it honestly like just searching for history from a non european point of view sometimes can become difficult Yeah we're going to still kind of find books and if you if you guys have any books that you would like us to research and talk about uh in a in a kind of funny dark sense of humor kind of way you can you can email us and we also have our website up now so this uh episode is also going to be on our website uh it's very easy to contact us we're available on all the social media platforms um we're very active on instagram except for shit it is not but you can find us on censored history podcast you can find me on indian artist uh, and you can find shitij nat yeah that's my handle it, so extremely... yeah i mean is is his um his spelling is a bit tricky so you got to check our website out <laughs> <laughs> i'm extremely non social i guess yeah so this was that <laughs> <laughs> we are ending our episode here do give us any comments critiques or anything that you liked and we would we would love to get in touch with, with you with whatever you would like to tell us so you can write us a mail we'll definitely check it out we'll also mention you and if you want to be on our show if you're into some of the history topics that we've not of course we've not covered a lot of them but you would like to cover it with us do definitely let us know and um, just a teaser what's the next episode about uh, okay it's going to be about money mm, exactly so yeah we're going to talk a little bit about economics which i am really shit here thanks shitij i loved economics from the time i started reading it and i still love economics I'm still reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's a really good book by the way. It's helping me understand stuff. Okay, cool. But yeah, this is where we end our episode 2. We hope you guys enjoyed and see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.